What's going on, good people, and welcome to Live by the Three, a Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Big shout out to listeners new and old for tuning in. Give me a follow on the Instagram page at Live by the Period Number Three, and on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three for all your Raptors content and podcast-related news. My greatest fear going into tonight's game against the Miami Heat is that the Heat were coming off two bad losses to their standard. And the Raptors coming off a hard-fought game, similar to Miami, were going to be a building block for the Miami Heat to get their first win of the season. And in the first half of the game, it was very evident that the Heat played more desperate basketball. They were hitting shots early and often, as they say. They were the more aggressive team in transition. The Raptors, after the first quarter... They were only down five. But in the second quarter, fatigued definitely played a part. Now, it's not an excuse, but it definitely played a part in the Raptors getting down big in the first half. In the first half, it wasn't anything to rave home about. The Raptors didn't turn over the ball as much in comparison to the Heat. They did a pretty good job in that department, but it was the lack of shot making, the lack of points in transition, in the early part of the game, dug themselves a pretty deep hole to get out of. And in the first half, it, it seems like some of the concerns going into this season, the lack of scoring, secondary scoring, I should say, coming off the bench was a huge concern. The lack of creativity on offense, the lack of shot making, really showed its ugly head in the first half. Not to mention that we lost Scotty Barnes due to a high ankle sprain after driving on Tyler Hero. And the camera angle really failed to show exactly what happened. Scotty doing what Scotty does best, getting going downhill, having success against the Miami Heat in the paint, took Tyler Hero to the basket. One can only imagine if Tyler Hero fell back on his ankle, if step, if Scotty Barnes stepped on his arm or hand, or he ran into the stanchion. The unfortunate thing was he hurt the same ankle that kept him out in the early part of the playoffs against the Sixers. In the second half, the Raptors played with a little bit more urgency. But it wasn't until a little scuffle between Caleb Martin, fan favorite of the Raptors, remember that very dangerous play that sent Scotty flying out of bounds last season, and which I believe was an overtime victory or a triple overtime victory for the Raptors, got into a little scuffle with Raptors rookie Christian Coloco. They were both fighting for position inside. There was a flailing arm by Coloco that made contact with Caleb Martin, shoulder I believe. He took exception to that, gave Christian Coloco a back elbow towards his ribs, pushing him down. It definitely looked like he was talking smack and flexing over top of Christian Coloco while he was on the ground. And... As Christian Coloco was coming up, it definitely appears that Caleb Martin, it definitely looked like Caleb Martin tackled Christian Coloco into the seats. And kudos to Christian Coloco for not escalating the situation further with the view that we were getting on the telecast. He just remained calm. He allowed everybody else to pull Caleb Martin 
off of him and he just kind of laid there and did his part. Unfortunately, the referees didn't see it that way. Martin and Coloco both got technicals. Both of them ended up getting ejected, which I absolutely don't agree with. Kayla Martin was definitely the instigator. He tackled Christian Coloco into the seats. I don't know what more evidence that you want. And to think that they have instant replay to review very important moments of any basketball game and to still get it wrong is definitely not a good look for the NBA. And maybe something needs to change, but we've seen a lot of inconsistencies over the years and we'll just chalk this up as another one of them. But after that moment, the Raptors started to play inspired basketball. That saying, don't poke the bear, definitely came out in the third quarter going into the fourth. And the Raptors fought valiantly, being led by Precious Achua. His impact on offense and on defense definitely changed the complexion of the game. Malachi Flynn made an appearance and hit two big threes. Gary Trent Jr. started to get, get hot. Same with OG Ananobi. Pascal Siakam, who was the focal point of the Miami Heat's defensive scheme, almost ended up with another triple-double. But in the end, it wasn't enough. The Raptors had their chances. It definitely seemed like they were stuck on 8-10 to 10 points for the longest time. We're not able to capitalize in transition. A lot of missed opportunities, both from the perimeter and inside the paint. Missed free throws once again. Definitely played a part. And the Raptors unfortunately lose 112 to 109 to the Miami Heat, both teams to one and two. If we're gonna look at what went wrong for the Raptors, again, a lot of mistakes defensively. They were the jumpier team, less disciplined tonight as, as we've seen in the first couple games of the season. The lack of shot making. I mean, if you're not going to allow your defense to feed your offense, you're going to have to make shots and the Raptors didn't do that tonight. And it's going to be interesting to see how this team moves forward without Scotty Barnes, whom, whom had the most success tonight going against the Miami Heat defense. And losing him is definitely a huge blow. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. was definitely gimpy towards the end of the game, but he seems to be okay. And according to Nick Nurse after the game, we might be getting some help in Chris Boucher, which would be a huge help coming off the bench. But let's focus on the starters right now. Starting lineup of Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Vliet, and Gary Trent Jr. Pascal Siakam played 40 minutes and he had to, especially when Scotty Barnes went down. And coming off a 37-point triple-double, you knew that Spolstra and the Heat will zoning in on him and making him earn every bucket, but he did not back down from the challenge. 23 points, eight rebounds, nine assists. It definitely didn't seem that way. And to be 23, eight and nine, and walking around as a quiet triple-double says a lot about Pascal Siakam and the growth that he has done as a player. Free throws were not an issue tonight for him. Seven and eight definitely clutched towards the end of the stretch and a very important part like Precious, coming down to the end of the game. A great game by him. OG Adenobi also logged in heavy minutes at 38. Didn't shoot particularly well from the field. Shot three for six from three. Didn't get to the free throw line tonight. And that's partially because of the Miami Heat defense. 
OG's lack of creativity and isolation would definitely limit him into a spot-up shooter, 3 and D specialist, and it definitely showed tonight. But he did grab nine rebounds, which is great to see, and managed to stay out of foul trouble, even though he had some lapses defensively, but again, was not alone. Scotty Barnes only played 13 minutes, was efficient from the field, 11 points before he got hurt. Finished the N1 as he got hurt and missed the free throw before he was subbed out and we did not see him out again with a high ankle sprain. Fred Van Vliet definitely struggled tonight going against Kyle Lowry and was definitely in playmaking mode tonight. Had 10 assists but did not get the assist from him on the offensive side of the ball. And Gary Trent Jr. Struggled once again, but hit some big shots towards the end of the game. I think the biggest adjustment that I saw from Gay Trent tonight was his patience. He didn't exercise it in the second half last game against the Brooklyn Nets, but towards the end of the game, he allowed Pascal Siakam to create. He played within the offense, didn't force anything. He allowed those shots to come to him. He did miss some key ones, but was able to get to the free throw line tonight shooting four for six and finishing the game with 23 points not a bad game from him but definitely needs to play within the offense rather than force as many shots as he did and before i get into the role players about the raptors kyle lowry who was struggling going into this game i believe he only had seven points last game of course he would be ready to go against the Raptors, scoring 17 points, 3 for 7 from 3, 5 for 11 from the field, getting 6 assists, and, you know, just being a pest and getting timely buckets, similar to Jimmy Butler. And for the most part, the Raptors were able to keep the rest of the role players at bay for the Heat, with the exception of Max Struess, that he ended up finishing the game with 20 points. But focusing on the Raptors role players, Thaddeus Young, who hasn't been playing consistent minutes as yet for the season, but he went two for three from the field, was important in that third quarter stretch as the Raptors were making their push, but was not in the game long enough to have true impact. Pressure Tachua, speaking of impact, very impactful tonight. I think the most admirable thing about Pressure Tachua this game in comparison to the first two games is that he picked his spots better and his ability to just get in between the Miami Heat defense and bully his way to the basket and he absolutely bullied Kyle Lowry tonight and Kyle Lowry is one of the better guards if not one of the best guards in the league today at guarding big man but Precious Achua took no prisoners going at him and he had success grinding his way to the basket he had two threes tonight made his free throws missed the crucial one towards the end of the game but overall a great game 11 rebounds 18 points and i believe he had the highest plus minus if i'm not mistaken at plus 16 great game from him christian coloco didn't score much on the offensive end he made it to the free throw line going one for two two rebounds it was a very physical game for christian coloco and he wasn't able to be impactful in the miami heat were aware of his influence on the game and basically made him a non-factor tonight and then 
of course when he was becoming a factor and trying to fight his way into the paint the scuffle between Caleb Martin and himself took him out of the game completely Malachi Flynn aka Flynn Sanity made an appearance tonight only getting nine minutes but hitting two threes shooting two for four from the perimeter it was nice to see him and I think those two shots were very important for him he stepped into them looked confident didn't hesitate didn't do too bad defensively a nice game from him Delano Banton didn't play a ton of minutes very curious as to why that is indeed the case tonight he only played six minutes definitely a significant drop from the 13 minutes that he got for the first two games i imagine it was his inability to shoot the ball well from the perimeter as the miami heat made it very difficult for us to get into the paint did not fit delano banton's game but he did hit his only basket of the game which was a three going one for two from the perimeter but I failed to mention the overall stats for the game, so let's go through it quickly. The Miami Heat shot 38 for 76 from the field, giving them 50%, 11 for 30 from three, just under 37%, and shot a very high percentage from the free throw line, 25 for 27 at just under 93%. The Raptors shot 37 for 87, giving them 42% from the field, 14 for 39 from three at 36%, and 21 for 28 from the free throw line at 75%. Missed seven free throws, they lose the game by three. Very simple math right there. And like I said, the Raptors did their thing defensively when the opportunity presented itself, especially in the second half, creating 15 turnovers for the Miami Heat. They just weren't able to capitalize in tonight's game. They were out-rebounded by the Heat. They were definitely the more physical team. Generated more steals, nine to the Miami Heat too. But again, were not able to capitalize in transition. So... It definitely wasn't a pretty game tonight by any means and the Raptors won't have a lot of time to reflect on it as they take on the Miami Heat in Miami once again this coming Monday at a 7.30 tip-off. Hopefully with some reinforcements and Chris Boucher that will definitely help and hopefully a day's rest will do the Raptors some good. I imagine that they will tie it up at one apiece bringing them to two and two but if they come off flat once again you're left hoping that the Miami Heat have a bad game and you can squeak by but as I mentioned in the last episode whenever the Raptors and Heat get together it's a physical game it's a scrappy game it's a chess match between Spolstra and Nick Nurse and it always leads to entertaining basketball but tonight's game was the furthest thing from entertaining at least from the first half and that brings us to the end of this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It means so much. And, you know, a big shout out to all of you who continue to support the podcast as we grind it out in our full 82-game season. Three games in the books, number four coming up on Monday. Really looking forward to it, and I pray that you are too. And until the next episode, everyone, please stay safe. Good people. Peace.